Yo, 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 baby, what's up? Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. We're talking San Jose Earthquakes. We're talking Major League Soccer. We're talking playoffs, baby, because the Quakes are in the playoffs. That's crazy. It's, I don't know, kind of doesn't, I mean, it's been a wacky season, of course, but, um, I mean, there's just a, a little break in between the, the end of the regular season and the beginning of the playoffs, so it's kind of like, hmm, is this really happening? But now you look at the schedule, here we go, the 20th, it, it all starts. And fuck yeah, dude. I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. I, I get to see my team in the fucking playoffs, man. And... I don't know. I, I was looking at it, and let's yeah, let's just jump into that. What's up, Oz? Here, already did I say that? Or did I introduce myself? Already? <laughs> I don't know if I did. I'm sure I did. Um, but anyway, Quakes, November twenty second, one p.m. Sporting Kansas City in Kansas City, Missouri, or I mean Kansas City, Kansas. I'm pretty sure that's, I don't know if that matters weather-wise. I was trying to trip out on that. Like, is, does that make a difference? I don't know. If you're in Kansas or Missouri, let me know. Is there a difference in Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas? I know it's a suburb, but weather-wise. I was looking at the weather. She was like 30-something degrees. It's pretty rainy. Um, I don't know. So... It, it's not going to be terrible. It, it's going to be good. It's not going to be fucked what Sporting had to deal with in the fucking snow against Real Salt Lake. But anyway, do the Quakes have a chance? I, you know, that's that. That's the fucking question. That's the big. That's the big question coming into to Sunday. Is what do you know? Do they have a chance? If you look at uh, MLSsoccer.com and all their pundits, is that what they're called? I don't mean. I don't want to sound rude. All their their I mean, because they're great people. Um, but none of them, not, not, not one that I saw on there had picked the earthquakes to beat Sporting Kansas City. And dude, come on, let's be real. <laughs> it makes sense. I'm not going to be like, oh, come on, you guys are jerks. So Sporting Kansas City, who went from 11th place last season to fucking first place in the Western Conference, the, the one time in, in the last decade that they had missed the playoffs, something like that last year. And so, so yeah, so it's not like some fucking team that just got high and got on a run. This is, Sporting Kansas City is a, is a very good team with very good history. And so, yeah, so it makes sense that nobody would give the San Jose Earthquakes a shot. But, again, over here, we're in the unique position where we, we get to see this team play every day. And so, you know, but, but so, so, all right. So then you look at it. All right. What has, what's, what's sporting doing? What have they done? How will that match up against the, the earthquakes? What, what could the quakes possibly do? And you look and you're like, dude, sporting hasn't given up a goal in three matches. That's, that's not a good start there. They're, you know, they're three and oh in their last three. They would do seven seven goals, and they haven't given up any. 
Uh, I granted again they played Real Salt Lake in the snow. That I mean, don't get me wrong, that's impressive. You you go into to Rio Tinto and yeah, you win in the snow two to nothing. That that's just impressive. Even again, Real Salt Lake wasn't playing for anything, but still, fuck that. That doesn't you know they they went there and they won. Cincinnati again, not very good. Colorado, they beat Colorado four to nothing. Colorado was all right. You know, then before that, a draw against Chicago, loss against Dallas. So it's not this, you know. Granted, that loss and that draw—that's the only two. That then right before that, that's there's another three-game winning streak. So they got they're on you know two game two three-game winning streaks. Sandwiched between a loss and a draw. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't think it does. That was me trying to analyze it. <laughs> if anybody was wondering what the fuck that noise was. <laughs> that was me trying to analyze my fucking statement to see if it made sense. But um, anyway, so they haven't given up a goal in three games, which, again, is, is concerning as a Quakes fan because the Quakes – don't score very very many goals let's be honest that's just not what they do and they've yet to find that one person that's gonna that's that goal scorer that they can count on um but that being said the quakes again the way they they try to play it's as you know christian espinoza or another winger coming you know nick lima tommy thompson coming up, putting that pressure, and then kicking a ball into the middle. And if you look at some of the, the weaknesses, you go to that spot, you see that spot, um, and that's where sporting has been vulnerable. You go, I was looking at, like, you know, their worst match, which was they lost, they lost five to two to Houston. I mean, this was way back in August. This was, was a way different team, but Houston just picked apart that left side of that defense, and I'm like, that's that's happens to be what the where the Quakes just try to to do anyway. That that's just a position they try to exploit, and I, I, I mean, damn it, I look up who the left the left back that. See who Sporting's left back is. Oh, Dia. Yeah, Dia. So anyway, he he seems to be the guy. If you look earlier in the season, they were they had Lindsay on that side and that didn't really work out. They flipped him over to the right and he kind of stuck there. But um Dia's been on the left there and but that that's the the spot you you see it and i mean i don't know i fuck i, I this is for not watching sporting enough i guess I'm, i mean i guess i know i don't really watch them but if you they just switch they can't i don't know why they keep switching that position whether it's injuries whether they just have such a deep roster that they just rotate people i don't know uh what Burmese is thinking, you know, thoughts there, but I, I'm sure there's a reason. But I, 
I suspect it's because they it's it is suspect. <laughs> it is a weakness. Um, and honestly, th- this really is me like uh, grasping at straws. Like there, there isn't really a, a you know when you see anything. I mean, uh, you know, on the opposite side, Kansas City's defense is going to be a little bit weaker if if Pulido's hurt. I mean, I, I was trying to see that there really wasn't any update, but three weeks ago he was week to week knee injury. It's cold. He's Mexican. That shit, nah. He's gonna need a couple months. Um, <laughs> that shit, like, fuck that shit. Fucking thirty degrees is a high over here. Fuck that shit. Um, and so I don't know if he can't go. That's definitely okay. But dude. Sporting has they they can score with three four different people. It doesn't matter. They 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 don't have that problem as the the Quakes do. Thirty eight goals, twenty five against. You know, again that twenty five against. It's not. That's pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good. I'm not gonna goddamn lie. I'm over here. Like I said, it, 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 this is really. The, the quakes are are the underdogs the quakes ha- have an uphill battle and i am definitely trying to find weaknesses in the in the armor of sporting kansas city um again the, their their big fancy goal scorer might not be available but that that really hasn't been a problem me saying their defense is suspect is kind of bullshit because they haven't given up a goal in the last three matches. But see, this is, and from watching the Quakes and trying to be impartial, neutral as I can be, which I can't because I really, fuck, dude, if they go on to the next round, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding? Uh, that would just feel amazing. But it's not about that. Uh, it, they see what they can do to win in, in Kansas City. And, what I think they can do again, if they can cause havoc on that left side of that defense or in that midfield, then sporting haven't played the quakes. They, if it's again, if it's working, this, this is that big caveat, the big, if, you know, the huge, if the, if the quakes, um, if it works, because again, sporting's also been a team that, you go back to that five to two loss where they they came out on their heels, getting pushed back. Couple goals scored against them, or one goal, and then they came. They scored another one to tie it up. But so basically, what I'm saying is that you're not gonna you're not gonna push them over and then keep pushing them and pushing them and pushing them, and and all of a sudden magically beat them four to nothing and four to one. You know they're gonna they're gonna fight back, and it's gonna be tough. So. It, it's gonna there's gonna be goals both ways if it goes the quakes way and again trying to get to my fucking point is that if espinoza and thompson can cause some ruckus on the that left side of the defense i think sporting kansas city is going to be the they have really tight nice looking lines and if the Quakes can disrupt that, I'm curious to see how Sporting will respond. 
because I've seen teams completely good teams, really good teams with good players that that should know better, that that you know should be smarter. Um, break down when, when the Quakes kind of impose their way. Um, like I said, Sporting has that ability to come back and score, so the Quakes can't do one of those up two to nothing before you even know what the hell's going on things. But I think if they can disrupt that, they can, you know, again, if even if they're not scoring, they're at least preventing sporting from coming back the opposite way and, and, and threatening the Quakes goal, which again, the Quakes have given up so many goals this season, but I was, you know, I was concerned. I'd seen Judson just run back and forth and back and forth, and and I don't know. I this may very well be the way he finally gets some. I mean, he he's been getting some decent recognition, but some better recognition about what he's doing. Uh, but I was curious how if he could last, if his body could just. He was just all over the pitch, every everywhere, all season. But you know this having that kind of relaxed that four to one dude. I I hate to fucking kind of just look past that four to one loss to Seattle, which was not good. But Seattle's a good team, and the the Quakes were already guaranteed the playoffs. You're they're not trying to get hurt. It's they have bigger aspirations, and so that that wasn't the full show. That was a, a a rest up, you know, all right, let's tune it all up. Let's make sure that our passes are working, everything's working how we want it. And um, it was a, scr- a scrimmage against another team, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They will never admit it. <laughs> I doubt you can get anyone within the Quakes organization to admit that. I think they'll all say, fuck that. We wanted to win. We were there. We, you know, we play every match to win it. But uh, come on. Uh, so so yeah, so you got a a full full strength Judson, all juiced up. I mean, in a good way, not in a major league baseball in the nineties and still today kind of way, but and you know he's 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 got rest. That's the that 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 was a my sorry trying to get ahead of myself. I thought that was an amazing little tidbit there that I made that was like, all right, you know, after the season, first thing we're going to do with these guys, they're getting two days off. They've got not one day off since the season started. It's been crazy. So they're getting two days off. Don't think about nothing. Refresh and come back and we're going to work. And I, I, dude, fuck, that's, and again, I'm not saying sporting didn't do the same shit. Sporting has been chilling, resting, um, you know, getting healthy as well but the san jose earthquakes with their mentality with almeida if and again in in a short tournament situation like this a do or die type shit i don't know it's a team that you don't want want to face in a do or die type it's so weird and it really kind of it is a bit frustrating as a fan i would prefer the team that is just gonna win more often than not but this team, when it is facing adversity, had 
diversity. <laughs> Trying to use big ass words. It just they just play it different. I'm not gonna say better, but they play different. And that different it is enough to confuse another team and knock them off their game and have them chasing the quakes. And when once you're chasing the quakes, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. And and we've seen whether you're LAFC or Seattle. Once you're chasing the earthquakes, you're in trouble. And and at that point, the earthquakes can beat anybody again. Sporting Kansas City is not a team that's just going to roll over and get steamrolled by some freaking energetic guys, you know, that that want to win. They also want to win, and they're very fucking good, and they won the Western Conference. But... We'll see. We'll see what the lineup Almeida goes with. You know, I don't. I I don't expect anything different. Anything. You know. You you'll see Rios there. You'll see Jutes in there. You'll see Marcin Kowski at goal. You'll see Thompson. You'll see Lima. You'll see. You know. Again, it's been. You'll. You you. We all know. We we know what he's gonna go with. He's not gonna change that. He's not gonna come up with something new. He's not he's not that guy. He's not uh, Kyle Shanahan that just has all these different looks and all these fucking weird ass ways to try to confuse you. No, the way they're gonna try to confuse you is by beating you. They're gonna if they can beat you one on one, that's what the Quakes want to do. It's not a fucking secret. Um. Now, can they do it? We'll see on the 22nd. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I'm excited. I'm fucking excited. Um, th- this is definitely a different team than, than the other teams that have kind of tripped and fell, limped their way into the playoffs. Um, I, I, we'll see. I don't know. Um, that's it. I'm getting off that soapbox. <laughs> Uh, let's get a couple of dude. All right. So obviously not, nothing has gone on. The quakes haven't played. They've been practicing. So let's get into a little, there's been a couple MLS little items. That I want to get into that, that happened. Uh, the first thing is actually today, Houston announced a rebrand. Houston is now Houston soccer club. Of course. Because everybody is doing the soccer club. They're Houston Dynamo. Oh, no, football club. Sorry, Houston football. The Houston Dynamo FC. Houston Dynamo FC. And because they're like, oh. And, and again, one, just one thing I want to get into. Because they mentioned, oh, the FC part. Because oh, we we're, feel like we're a club now. We're way different. We're a family. We're this, that, and the third. We're our own identity, our own culture. Fucking love it. I'm all for it. But as if we're going to continue to go this way, the league has to stop. Like, it needs to give up some of its power. The league, you know, for since it started, the league was pretty much like a, like a father figure, like a maternal figure, you know, something that's just helping you along. And I think Major League Soccer needs to realize, like, hey, guess what? Um, this baby that you had in 1996 is now 
it's literally a 25 year old and it's it whether you like it or not it's ready to go on its own yeah it's it's gonna it's still gonna trip up and fall and scare you and make you think that holy shit i i need i need to be the one in charge i need to be making all the decisions no it's this league has grown enough it's gotten to a point i believe and again this is me just talking out of my ass here in my little studio in salinas california um but i you know it yeah people are not going to let seattle sounders just disappear people aren't going to let galaxy disappear people aren't gonna let sounds like earthquakes disappear some of the, these teams are fucking again it's at this point well i mean with the quakes you go back way back into the 70s and stuff but those those original teams the ones that are still around sorry tampa bay mutiny r.i.p we'll see you soon i hope in some kind of fashion but that's 25 years those are, again, the kids that grew up at these stadiums, that grew up at these matches, are now taking their kids to these matches. And they're telling them stories about their favorite players when they were kids who wore the same fucking uniform. And because of that, some you know these teams ain't going away. These teams aren't going anywhere. New York Red Bulls not going anywhere. And... So, so anyway, the league has to do something. Again, the free agency thing, the way that, that players are acquired is, is it's just so fucking weird. That you, you it, and it, it's weird. I mean, it sucks coming from a, a, a fan whose ownership group isn't the most proactive, isn't, doesn't seem to want to jump on this bandwagon of, of this new growth. Uh, of the league it's kind of content with the status quo it seems like um because again in a situation like that you know ownership groups like the san jose earthquakes are the ones that are gonna are gonna falter i mean not not all the way they're not gonna go away like i said the teams aren't gonna go away but they're you know that the parody is is you know the the ability for anything anybody to win in anything might go away a little bit, and I that fuck that sucks, you know. Because I, I I've said it before on the podcast, dude. I get it. La Liga has some of the best teams in the world, but most of that league is fucking boring. Of of the top five, it's pretty fucking meaningless. So, and that's what's fun about this is a team like the San Jose Earthquakes can fucking be in the playoffs and have a serious shot at, at winning the championship. A team like Sporting Kansas City, who was in 11th place, last place last season, has the, op- or I mean, close to last place last season, has the opportunity, you know, to come back and be conference champions. But well, I don't know. You know, football club. When you're just you're just a franchise. No, not only is it disingenuous, I I think it is holding some some groups back. Yeah, I I think Arthur Blank is that his name? Arthur Blank, yeah, the owner of uh, the Home Depot dude. 
owner of, of Atlanta, I'm sure he would love to have the ability to spend more money getting players or something. I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to talk for these teams, but I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that some of these want to do more and they're being hamstrung by the, by the league and the league needs to realize your experiment is a success. You don't have to just go into the shadows completely. There's still guidance to be done, but team or cities are willing to pay $300 million to have a team in their city. And there is a list of cities and you've already succeeded at your goal at your number cool but don't don't let your again don't let that old way of thinking that depression era thinking fucking hamper your ability to grow your league uh, you know now i'm telling you no as much as i love this league i keep saying it nobody knows about it nobody knows anything about this league and i live in a city that's a fucking soccer crazy city and I, every, you know, all my friends are fucking soccer crazy. Nobody knows. I mean, actually, no. My friends are soccer crazy enough that they they know enough about MLS that I could have conversation with them. But they begrudgingly follow. And oh man, well, speaking of that, speaking of my friends, because most of them, being here in Northern California, uh, most of my friends are like me, Mexican American. So they all follow the Gamekeys, of course. That's the big league in this area. That's the premier North North American league. And an article just came out today on ESPN, where uh, one of the a guy from the front office at AC Milan, Ivan Gazidis, who helped launch Major League Soccer way back when in '96. Actually, 1994, he goes all the way back to. Um, he just kind of mentioned it, it. It was more blown out of proportion when you actually read his quote that he it, that he thought it'd be a good idea if Liga Mekis and MLS eventually merged. And again, I don't think it's a good idea. He's like, oh, it'd be good for soccer. It'd be good for soccer. And I'm like, yeah, it'd be good for soccer as in the business of soccer. But I, I think for the sport of soccer, it would be much better if there are two good leagues in the continent, independent leagues. They can still fucking do all kinds of inter inter league, you know, shit to make money and to pass trophies back and forth. Um, but ultimately, having one giant league in North America, I mean, Euro snobs all already talk so much shit and the i don't think it'll help grow the sport it make on a like uh on a domestic level how does that make sense like you know the nat the mexican national team won't be better the american national team won't be better the canadian national team won't be better the jamaican national team the panamanian national team none of those teams will improve as much as they will if there are two very good leagues that their players can go to and show off their skills. Um, you have one, you, there's way more cracks for players to fall through. And again, so that, that hurts the, 
the teams in the league and that ultimately hurts the national teams. That's what I was trying to get at, trying to say when I say domestic teams, the national teams. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, that's pretty cool. Neat idea. I know it's going to ruffle a lot of feathers, and it got me to click on there. That fucking bugged me. And I'm not going to say it was a full clickbait title. Well, it's pretty clickbaity because once you read the uh, – the quote, he says, yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of avenues for these two leagues to work together, including at the most extreme joining. And it's just, I fucking, of course, like, <laughs> God damn it. Like, poor guys. He's probably just like, dude, I just said like the truth matter of factly. But anyway, that, so anyway, that, that's, that's what I think as, as whimsical as that would be, as fun as it would be to see San Jose Earthquakes on in the same table as Chivas and America. Um no. It's not it's not good. It's not good again for the national teams. It's not good for CONCACAF. It's it's not good for American soccer. And I mean I, I say American soccer as in the whole continent of America. All of America, too, even con my boy. You guys are fucking in it, too, man. You South Americaners down there. Welcome. You're part of the fucking family. Um, anyway, that's this episode. I had to get one in before the playoffs. I, I fucking, ah, like I was telling you, I was seeing today, it's, we're three days away from the start of the playoffs, those playing matches, and I just got really excited. I was like, fuck. I mean, I got not only did I get excited because again, it's more major league soccer. We're finally going to get to a conclusion of what will probably go down as the wackiest, weirdest season in history. Um, and because I said that something crazy is going to happen down the road, but anyway, we're going to, yeah. And not only that, my fucking team, the fucking quakes are in the playoffs have an opportunity to somehow that means if for some there's a crazy fucking opportunity that the san jose earthquakes can end up the champions of major league soccer in 2020 you want to put a fucking icing on the craziest fucking year of your life (laughs) let's do that but it, it all starts with beating sporting kansas city this sunday in Kansas City, in the cold. Um, possibly, I don't know. We're still a little days out. It's Tuesday. Things can change. I mean, it's supposed to be raining up until that morning. They can be playing in the rain. I don't know. It doesn't affect the way the quakes play. Doesn't doesn't affect them. Anyway, that's football without hesitation. Quakes are in the playoffs. Hopefully, we'll come back next week with good news. But for now. He's out.